Welcome to Phoenix and Flame, pushing through and transforming even when you feel like a pile of ash. This podcast is not intended for use as psychotherapy. If you feel you are in crisis, please call 911 or contact your local crisis hotline. Welcome to Phoenix and Flame. I'm Dana, and this is my podcast on pushing through and transforming even when you feel like a pile of ash. So today's episode is entitled, Where Do You Belong? Don't we all want so badly to belong? Does anyone remember the Cheers sitcom with Kirstie Alley and Ted Danson and all their crew? Anyone remember their theme song? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. (laughs) If I had a better singing voice, I would sing it for you. (laughs) That's what their theme song was. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. I think that's a fantastic song. And you know... We will do some funny things to belong. There was a, a time I remember being at um, a summer camp. I went to several of those throughout the years. And in this particular summer camp, I was noticing, you know, we all had these, uh, these name tags. And some people had this symbol on their name tag that looked sort of like two triangles kind of together. And I didn't know what that was. And so I was told that I could go through the little initiation thing to, you know, be initiated sort of into this. It wasn't really a club, but it, I don't know what it was, but to have that symbol on, on my name tag. Well, I wanted, I wanted to belong. I didn't want people walking around with symbols on their name tags. I didn't have, I want a symbol on my name tag <laughs> that nobody would tell you. It was like this big secret, which made it even more exciting, you know. So (laughs) the funny thing was, what it was is that, okay, so I remember being taken to the the grassy area on a track, and I was told to lay on my back with my eyes closed. I couldn't open my eyes. I didn't even think they had, like, something over my eyes so that I could, like, a blindfold so I couldn't see. And I was told to pedal my feet like I was riding a bike. So I was like... Okay, so at any point, I'm like, if they start asking me to do something sketch, I'm going <laughs> to <I'm gonna> stop. <laughs> but so far, I'm like, okay, well, I'm on my back in the grass. I'm pedaling my legs like I'm on a bike. All right, what's well, okay so far? And I could tell they were doing something with my feet, my legs, but I, I couldn't tell what they were doing, and it wasn't hurting. And essentially, what they were doing it was kind of a funny thing. They were putting a jock strap on me, and that's what the symbol was. It was... Two, two triangles, like with a band at the top that looked like a chalk strap. Once you knew what it was, it was very clear that that's what it was. And I was like, okay. And then so after I went through the little thing where they put the jock strap on me, ooh, big deal, okay. Then they took my name tag and put the little symbol in the upper corner. But I will never forget that and how, how funny it was and how silly it was. But I did want to belong. I wanted to belong to the, the group of people that had the symbol on their name tag. I remember being a, uh, a freshman. This is much more uh, sedate and more common. But uh, when I went to college, I p- 
pledged uh, sorority, Kappa Delta, and which I love dearly. And although I kind of eschewed a lot of the social groups in, in high school because I felt like they were a bit juvenile and I don't know, um, but I wasn't, uh, that's kind of judgy because I wasn't in one. So I apologize to anyone that was in those groups and had a wonderful time. But when I got into college, I did want to go through that process because it was a fabulous way of uh, belonging. And I know you have different personalities and, and different levels at the time. And by the way, uh, I, I was working like three jobs to support myself and to pay for everything. So it was interesting. But it was nice. It really was to be part of a group of girls. And, and we all had the our letters on, our Katie letters, and... It felt nice to belong to a group. So it kind of made me think, you know, what kind of groups do we belong to? We all have, well, most people, I don't want to say all. I shouldn't say that, should I? Because we're all different. But most people have friend groups. You might have one person who's your friend. Or you might have several groups of friends. But most people have some friends. And then we also have family that we belong to. Family dynamics are interesting and sometimes quite complicated. And sometimes we belong to families when we wish we didn't. <laughs> and, sometimes, and sometimes we're very thankful and grateful for our family. That's one of those things you're kind of born into. You're not, you don't choose that. And, uh, but it is a sense of belonging. And like you see, families will have um, like family reunions and they'll all come and they'll all be having the same t-shirts or sometimes families will go on vacation and they'll all have t-shirts made up and everyone wants to, you know, be a part of that. I mean, imagine a family member going and everyone else in the family had a t-shirt, but they didn't that would make them feel very excluded and like they did not belong. That would hurt. We want to belong. We also belong to uh, our work. We go to work, and sometimes people joke about having a a work husband or a work wife that you're with, um, you know, 40 hours a week. And even if it's not full-time, sometimes if you have a part-time job, you've got a, a group of people that you work with that, you you talk with and you might share some personal things with one another and that's a group that you belong to as well and plus if there's a uniform involved that even makes it even feel more like you are together that you're a unit when you're all wearing the same kind of a uniform also like recreational pursuits sometimes you'll have groups of people that enjoy things together like they enjoy running or hiking uh, or mountain biking or sailing or boating or kayaking or or whatever and so you have other people that are that enjoy that same kind of activity and you belong to that group you all kind of have the same kind of equipment and you have that uh, verbiage that you talk together about you know when you're going to get this and that and sometimes depending on what you're talking about other people might not even know what you're saying because it's really pertaining to your particular uh, recreational interest what about a church that's another group that people frequently will belong to. Oh, what church do you go to? Well, I go to this church, or I go to that church. And, you know, the churches will frequently have different social activities, and they'll have 
small groups and Sunday school groups and things like that where people have opportunities to really uh, connect with other people and uh, talk about their lives and and, uh, do fun things with one another and do helpful things for the community. That's another way to belong. Another thing is uh, school. Like if you're in high school or college, you belong there. You, you feel like you're a part of that group, especially if that group has a strong um, sports team. Then there's a lot of support for that. And then you, you go and you're, you're wearing your UT or your ETSU or I'm in Tennessee, so UT comes to mind. But they're very strong, um, or they have been. They're kind of struggling lately. But the college or the high school or, you know, wherever, it's, you're coming together and it's a sense of belonging. So there's lots of different groups that we can belong to, and it's important. But, you know, I got to thinking that some groups aren't really particularly healthy, but people still seek to belong because that draw to belong is very, very strong. We don't want to be out there like the lone wolf. I wonder if anyone in the the listening group uh, today has seen the movie Mean Girls. I forget the Rachel, what's her name, (laughs) was in the, the actor, Lindsay Lohan, I think she was in Mean Girls. You know, that's another kind of group. And I'm, I'm seeing a picture in my mind, a part of that movie, a scene where they're walking down the hall at, at, at their high school. And there's about, I think, four, four of them. And they're just walking down the hall. And then you have all the, the little people, so to say, that along the side, along their lockers, just kind of huddling into their lockers to allow this group of mean girls to, you know, prance their way, stride their way down the hallway. And I'm telling you right now, there might be someone watching them that would criticize them and judge them and say how awful they are. But if but if one person, if, if one of those mean girls were to turn around and say, hey, we want you to be a part of us, come be a part of us, the, the vast majority of, of people would say, yes, I will. They would drop their judgment and they would jump on board because they want to be part of the group. I think another group is gangs. Gangs are very strong. Um, Gangs can take over because of uh, vulnerability. When you have a situation where there's not a lot of um, healthy family involvement and there's um, a lot of drugs, drug activity in the culture, you have young people that really, really, really want to belong. They want to be a part of something strong, and they're seeking that out. And sometimes, to be honest, in in a lot of those cultures, it's about survival. You know, you either get in a gang so that you're protected, and you don't get mowed down by someone in, in, you know, another gang. So there's a lot of reasons for that. And I, I can see lots of sides to that. But in general, I think the average person would view gang activity as, as not particularly positive. 
because of a lot of the things that they do. And, you know, also think about drug addicts and alcoholics that are seeking each other because, again, wanting to belong. And when you feel like you don't belong in one group, you're going you're gonna to seek around until you can find other people that make you feel like you belong with them. And that's what will happen. And those people that are interested in a lot of depravity, those activities, they seek like-minded other people to be able to further their pursuits and feel as if what they're doing is okay because others are doing it too. And there's a lot of depraved groups out there. Uh, One comes to mind is sex trafficking. It's a large group of people, and they're all connected to one another. Well, not I mean, each particular ring. You have sex trafficking rings, and they are they belong together. It's a group, and they look around, and they see other people doing it and saying it's okay, and so they want to do that, and they see other people around them doing it, and they keep doing it. And that's what happens in those types of situations. You know, those people who complete substance abuse programs, but then are like discharged right back to their social group, who also abuse drugs and alcohol, they will more than likely end up relapsing because of the group belonging and the group expectations they pretty much have to build a whole new social group to have a chance. So it's important what kind of group you belong to. You know, there's a lot of stuff in the news lately about different types of polemic groups. You know, just things that come to mind. You have race and you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of people trying to be open-minded and hearing other people's points of view and other people's stories and not being prejudicial and that kind of thing. But there's a lot of individuals out there that belong to groups that don't think like I do. Everybody has a right to think their own way. And there are racial groups out there that are very strong in what they believe and they feel a sense of belonging with others in their race pros and cons to that I would imagine also gender you know you have groups out there of of, and I'm talking about the extreme ends where you have maybe males that are not the good old boy network kind of thing going on, which has been going on since the beginning of time, where they kind of were in the we're in the group with other people, you know, with penises, you know, the guys. And these are the extremes, clearly, that I'm talking about. And then you also have the extremes of the females that are kind of sort of um, very upset. I have to be careful how I word this because each case is different. I'm talking about the extreme groups because there's a lot that has been in the news where females have been victimized by males 
and they have every much they have very much of a right to be upset about that and to try to get something done about that. But I'm talking about extreme um, out on the way ends, the polemic ends, where you even have you know females that are bashing of of males, and if if you're if you're male, then you're automatically bad. We're in the we're in the female club. You're 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 okay if you're female. Then you have sexual preference. You have the extreme groups of this. Some that have some kind of sexual preference and they're they want to be in their group, and then you have others with different kinds of sexual preferences, and they are in their group and they belong in their group. They feel like a like a part. We want to have people around us that are like-minded. I personally feel like there's a lot to be had, a lot to be gained by diversity and opening our minds up to different ways of viewing things, understanding why people do what they do. Of course, that's why I'm in in the field that I'm in. But you have these different groups, and in general, you can see it. You know, the whole adage, birds of a feather flock together. We want to see that there are other people that are like us. I mean, that's just kind of human nature. Politics is another area. You know, I see that on... um, on social media a lot. It's unfortunately, I don't see a lot of people that are, politically speaking, um, open to hearing other sides um, on politics. At least the last several years, people have been very polemic with that. And they want to be around other people that have their same beliefs and very intolerant of people that don't have their beliefs. So again, that's a sense of belonging and, and being in, in a group of other people that feel like you do and think like you do. So the more I started thinking about this, I started thinking, does anybody out there happen to belong to a group that they would rather not belong to? It's worth thinking about when we look around at the groups that we are involved with. Is there a group that isn't really doing what maybe they should? Now, I'm hearing a sound right now that's distracting me. So it's my phone, but it's in another room. I had it on Do Not Disturb, but it's, it's ringing anyway. So if you hear that too, just ignore it. <laughs> that's one of the things I like about my podcast is this. I'm just, I just want to be real. You know, I'm not fancy. I'm not perfect. Don't say everything right. I don't present everything the perfect way. And sometimes weird things happen because isn't that life? <laughs> so anyway, where I was talking about wondering and, and encouraging people to examine the groups that they're in to decide, is this a group that I feel like I want to continue to be involved with? Are they doing and saying things that, that I agree with? or not. Assuming that you are emotionally healthy or wanting to be, you know, try try to locate people that are living their lives like you want to live yours. Especially if you fa- have found yourself involved with groups that aren't particularly healthy and you're looking for another group because we all do need to belong. And so if you look around and trying to find people that are living their lives like you want to live yours, and you can search online, 
you know, get online, get on your phone, pull out your laptop, find these groups of people and try to join one of their activities. And I know, I know, if you're alone, it may feel awkward at first, probably will feel awkward at first. But just try to make one connection. You know, when you're going to a group and it's like, oh, there's all these people and they're all talking to each other and I don't really know who to talk to. I don't know anybody. They all seem to know each other, but nobody knows me. And I feel like an outsider. Well, right then in that moment, you kind of are because they've probably had an opportunity to be around each other quite a bit and they have things to talk about. Just find one person, just one person and try to strike up a conversation. And if your first attempt isn't all that stellar, that's okay. And kind of pretty much expected, really. So go back to another one of their activities and try again. And just try to reach out to one person and strike up a conversation. And hopefully, if it's a good, healthy group, then that person will maybe introduce you to some other people and you can get to know some other people and then they'll, reach, they'll introduce you to some other people. And then before long, you know, fast forward a couple weeks, couple months, then you're you're in that group and you're one of the ones that are talking and having conversations. And then maybe since you know what it feels like to be on the outside, you'll be looking for new people that are standing on the outside and you will go to them and you will seek them out and you will strike up a conversation with them and help them feel comfortable because you remember what it felt like to be on the outside, wanting to be part of the group, wanting to belong. Because you will belong somewhere. We all need to belong somewhere. And wherever that is will have a large impact on your life. Something to think about. I hope the rest of your day goes fantastically. Um, If you have benefited from this episode or feel like someone that you know could benefit from this episode, I would really appreciate you sharing it. Uh, posting it on your Facebook page, just putting it out there so that we can grow our Phoenix and Flame community of helping each other just be stronger and healthier um, and managing this lovely world that we live in. This is Dana on Phoenix and Flame.